In a rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil, and our natural resources just like you. To find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet, visit ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. particular set of skills. This is your last chance. Systems accessed. Activate. Welcome to Skullduggery Episode 2. Yes, we made it to a second episode, and I wasn't fired or disowned, so we could chalk that up to a net positive, I think. And in Episode 2, we're going to strive to make that better than Episode 1. And I said I would have other peeps on, and I keeps my promises. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to the lead vocalist of Desiderata, the coach of Adiaga, Adiaga 2, Adiaga, Aruglia, and Deep Sosa, my best friend, the one and only Kevin Hartman! What's up, you fucking cucks? Oh, that's a nice way to greet the audience. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? How are you doing? Oh, I'm surviving. I'm good, man. How are you doing? Hanging in there, you know, up here in uh, quarantine town. Uh, hey, uh, so I hear you went to Pittsburgh or Schittsburg, as we like to call it, to yeah. see the parents. So <laughs> I tell you what, it's not as bad out there uh, as it is out here because no one ever wants to leave or go there. So um you know they they kind of have they kind of have the virus uh, pretty well contained out there but now parents are doing good you know big ups to ma dukes because you know as you know she's a rn in a cancer center yeah right um she's 70 and she still goes to work every day with people that are immunosuppressed so um you know she's damn man. she's doing her best to like you know stay healthy and and you know she's basically bathes and Clorox and Purell. I, mean, I guess and, you kind of have you know, to, right? They're doing Jesus. Yeah, yeah, they're doing everything they can to, you know, kind of keep her, um, you know, as as neutralized as possible. Because of course, you know, if she gets sick, and then anybody who's immunosuppressed gets sick, you know, that's a wrap for for both of them. So, um, but other than that, man, just hanging in there. How's things with you? Congrats on uh, congrats on episode one being in the books. Well, thank you, sir. I. Uh, I I listened to it. I enjoyed it. Um, I, uh, you know, uh, may I offer some constructive criticism slash talk some shit <laughs> since I've known you uh, since second grade? Yeah, um, um, this is not a shock to me at all. Not even a little. <laughs> uh, you may want to tone it down with the comedic drops because it sounds like 
uh, Dingo and the Baby from fucking Family Guy. If you like that, you're gonna love this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guess what, man? You just bought yourself a shitload of drops coming up. Believe that. Whoever gave you a soundboard has made a terrible, terrible mistake. Hey, you can blame Zencaster. That's not my fucking fault. <laughs> Take that, motherfucker. Oh, God. Uh, it's just going to be you for, for two hours just pushing buttons. It's going to be fucking hilarious. That, that's, that's what episode three should be. No way. <laughs> you, 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 you stringing together a bunch of drops. I could do that. It's not like I'm hurting for uh, sounds or anything like that. I just I do need some equipment, though. So I need to get an adapter for my iPad so I could actually hook a larger soundboard up because Zencaster only gives you a few uh, like slots for sound. So unfortunately, only a few drops for you. Well, don't you have like Pro Tools yeah. uh, that you can use? Yeah, I use Audition, actually. And uh, I could drop in the I put the drops in after the fact, but it's just not as fun. Like when you have somebody there and, you know, it's a funny drop and they react to it live. It's great. It's right. much better, you know. For example, no, 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 no. <laughs> Cleveland is the best. Um, yeah, I mean, I honestly thought you were like dropping in the drops like afterwards, like after you recorded it and you were like mixing it or whatever. You were just like plopping in drops where you sure where you uh, where I wanted yeah, to exactly. I just think it's a nice uh -oh. accoutrement, you know, a little <laughs> a little something extra you throw in there for fun because uh, otherwise it gets kind of boring. You just sitting there talking to yourself. It's a little bit psychotic. Towards the end of the last episode, you can see that was like a manifesto on ass eating and the, the dangers of it, you know, so I could probably get in trouble from stuff like well, that. Anybody that knows you knows you love a good manifesto. Oh, wow. Um, I really did think that you so. were about to say that I, I love a good ass eating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't I can't speak for what you do in the privacy of your own home. Uh, I don't live with you anymore, so I don't know. No, nah, man, uh, I got kids. There's no way. Like, if, if it's one thing to walk in on your parents having sex, it's another thing altogether when you see your dad munching your mom's butt. Well, on that topic, um, if we're, if we're, if we're going to bring up that. So one of my very first childhood memories, I must have been five years old, is walking in on my parents and seeing them 69ing. Holy shit. Ah, so, ah, ah. Let me let me take you back. Let me take you back to 1981. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> I really don't want to hear this, man. <laughs> exactly. So, so I I was like I said, I was probably about five years old, um, and it's it's crazy because I remember this so vividly, and I remember so little. Um, the blister I had had on my toe from whatever. I had had a blister I had gotten and it popped and it hurt like a bitch and I was crying like a bitch. And um, so I went from my room into my parents' room and the door wasn't locked and I walked in and I didn't understand what I saw obviously at five. I just saw I would hope not. Jesus like, Christ. my mom on top of my dad Ugh. and I knew what I saw I wasn't supposed to be seeing because of their reaction when they saw me walk in was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, how are you supposed to react to that? If you were five years old, you're, you're walking in, you see that Jesus Christ, you're, you're freaked out. I, I immediately, like immediately start crying. Um, 
and it's just like like my I run out of the room. My mom like comes after me, and it's like up until that day, you know. And then like I didn't think anything of it up until the point of when I actually like figured it out found out what 69ing was oh man and then like instant like ptsd flashback to that moment oh man like oh man i was so bad it's just like one of those things that is just forever burned into my memory oh man i'm Um, thinking about it right now it's terrible i I implore (laughs) you if you've ever walked in on your family oh i have members having sex to do everything to destroy those memories well let me tell you something dude I have, and it has been equally as traumatizing to me. So trust me, I understand what you're saying. And I said, why you drink the booze, you know, uh, and uh, do the things that we need to do to get by these days. But uh, I remember my parents took extra care. They actually locked the door. But because I don't know, I was a a, uh, a I had a little bit of ingenuity in me. I, I got a uh, uh, like a hair clip or something like that and Jimmy the lock open because I was like, this door shouldn't be locked. Their bedroom door shouldn't be locked. What, what's going on in there? And then I just see arms and legs of my mom being squished by my dad oh. oh it was fucking terrible man and uh they had a water bed and uh, <laughs> arms, I just, arms and assholes that's it yep you just saw arms and assholes. it was it was it's so oh, fucking God. devastating man it did oh, not want water, to see that shit oh, water. mike would have a water bed of course he did pig yeah and let me tell you something i'm probably gonna regret this later because my mom will absolutely listen to this i don't know about oh. my dad but but definitely my mom i 100 fucked on that water bed so uh you guys Guess what? <laughs> yeah, news, news flash. Hopefully not why they were still in it. <laughs> they wouldn't hear me because they they're fucking both deaf. I could have <laughs> fucked on top of them and then set off a grenade. I mean, you are from Green Creek, so it wouldn't surprise me. Hey now, hey now. We've graduated to Cape May. I thought we went over this before in the last episode <laughs> of this podcast. It's oh. Cape May. Oh, Gra- graduated or latched on to well, maybe maybe latched on to whatever but like we're still I, in, in fairness we're still right next to the villa so you know it's not exactly uh luxury living it's not victorian uh, uh oh yeah it's like a <laughs> ward on kate may's ass yeah pretty much that's pretty much the way it goes this seems like a pretty natural place to shift gears here so uh hey so obviously cabin fever is hitting everybody and everyone's uh glomming on to tv shows and i know we've talked about it netflix what are you uh yeah i getting mean into? it's uh I'm one of the lucky ones, uh, being that, you know, I don't have any kids. Yeah, you lucky um, bastard. Yeah, I, um, I have a finished basement in my house that has a 120 inch screen projector and like every video game system known to man hooked up to it. Um, you know, and you know, as you alluded to in, um, uh, the beginning of the, the podcast, you know, uh, we were in a band together. Yep. So, you know, just messing around musically. Um, That's cool. Playing a lot of, uh, the new Doom came out. Oh, sweet. On, uh, Tuesday. It's like the most metal shit ever, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's fucking ridiculously metal and violent. It's like, it's like if, if, if you could like go outside with like Slayer, blazing in your headphones and just shoot demons and like eviscerate them with your bare hands like that's basically what this game is it's it's it sounds like a lot of fun so yeah got that and i got the new baseball game on playstation 4 mlb the show fuck mlb baseball 2020 it's the fucking shit um so you know without a world of sports which is uh annoying as shit to say the least um you know no kidding Playing, playing, playing pretend sports is kind of uh, better than nothing. It's kind of the best I can come up with. But uh, sure. other than that, man, like 
you know, I it's been relatively smooth sailing. Um, you know, I got plenty of booze, yes. plenty of Red Bull. Um, All the know. provisions that you need. So let me, yeah, let me tell you something real quick. So uh, this will obviously come as no surprise, but at the Murano household, we roll through vodka like like a Russian <laughs> hamlet, you know. So there's really not a good amount of booze that we could have gotten that would have kept us through this whole oh, pandemic. God, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, though. It's yeah, not like a big shock to you, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. It really would have been strange if that was like news to you, you know. Like, oh, no Seriously, way. yeah, really. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah well, I mean, we got to praise us for at least being consistent. You know, we like tequila and whiskey and all other kinds of booze, like beer and wine. So I would classify us as genuinely <laughs> indiscriminate about booze as long as it's getting us drunk. But yet again, to the shock of no one, we ran out very quickly, and uh, the liquor stores started closing. And they were like, "No, nah, man, you're you're pretty much boned." We ordered some stuff. Yeah, and uh, they were supposed to ship it to us, but then next thing you know, the wine and spirits place from Pennsylvania were like, no, we're not going to do it. We don't want to get give you COVID. And I was like, I don't give a shit. Just give me the booze. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but they seemed to not care about that shit. And uh, th- so we had to take desperate measures and try to find other ways to get liquor in here. And uh, so thankfully, we were able to find a, a wonderful uh, website. And I just took a shot because typically in Pennsylvania, you can't order liquor and have it delivered to you. They've got a monopolistic uh, hold on the liquor industry in the in the state of Pennsylvania because I got to be honest, things are going to get real hairy around here if we couldn't have figured that shit out. So you know, again, just taking a shot. I went to a website called liquorama.net. Liquorama. Liquorama. So I guess somewhat officially, this is like our first spot <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, trying to get their plug in for liquorama.net. Hopefully they hashtag uh, not a sponsor. No, no, no. Hashtag, please be a sponsor. Of course, we want them to be a sponsor. Yes, please. Liquorama.net. Send me some free hooch. If we uh, we get you some more business, which I think I've already done. Uh, but yeah, they're they're delivering it on April 1st. So saving our lives one step at a time. Thank the Lord. Yeah. So I'm not sure really what happened there if like Pennsylvania loosened it up because they realized that if people didn't have booze, they were going to freak the fuck out. But uh, sur- sure enough, unless something changes, Sweet. April 1st coming in. Nice. I um, yeah, I I was one of the wise ones, too, that that stocked up beforehand when when governor wolf handed down the that first proclamation that he was gonna shut shit down i went that day i happened to be working that from home that day it was i was actually friday the 13th um and i went to went to the liquor store at like two thirty three o'clock in the afternoon and people were already like oh yeah you know people were like driving into the park, freaking the fuck out driving into the parking lot like pole position like screeching <laughs> into the, into the yeah. eggs milk toilet paper and booze that's <laughs> yeah, what we all need like, right so i you know but it is it's crazy people just lose their fucking shit and it's people of all ages like nobody is bound by it you know i just I, like old ladies yep. with like 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 a grocery cart like full of wine bottles shit was crazy but um, what I did find out was, and you could take advantage of this if, um, not not if, but when you All run right. out yeah, yeah. of liquor the next time, if uh, if liquorama doesn't come through for you. So like the local distilleries and stuff are actually doing um, mail order delivery. Oh, that's fucking house, awesome. Like some of the, some, I had no like idea. Bluebird. Oh, sweet. Um, Manit- yeah, Manitani. Um, uh, what's the other one in uh, there's another one in um, Norristown it's like uh, four saints or five saints or something like that um, but yeah they're all they're all delivering uh, their booze uh, mail order and we actually uh, I actually got a delivery of uh, Levante um, 
earlier last week. Um, so, and I know that Tired Hands is doing beer delivery and stuff like that. So that's awesome for in times like this when like these small businesses are struggling, restaurants and stuff are struggling. Like it's yeah. always good to like try Help to support out. them and yeah. not have to go anywhere because of all the shit going on. Um, so, um, but the one thing is like cooking every single meal is it gets old pretty oh, quick. Oh man, it sure does. Um, Fucking a, it's like, the worst. It's like after two after two weeks, I finally I finally caved the other day and got takeout. And of course, I like. What was your first I mean, Corona like, delivered meal? Uh, I, Which one was it? I, uh, there's a brewery um, by our house called Troubles, and and I got just got some. Just got some food from there, and but like I sprayed the bags oh, down yeah. and wiped the containers to. down. And I don't know where like, those delivery. Not, I don't know where those delivery drivers have been. I'm not, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Fuck it. I'm not fucking playing around. Like you know, I I don't want anything. And even then, I was like, I still got that like weird anxiety of like, oh, you know, what if. I come in contact with someone who, or someone was in contact with someone and there it's like the Kevin Bacon, like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, Corona edition. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You don't know when it's coming too, because a lot of people are saying that right now there are a lot of asymptomatic people. They're not really showing any signs of having it, but they probably have it. More people have it than, than you think. Like, you know, you've woken up with a sore throat, like, oh my God, I've got it. I've got oh, it. Oh no. Oh my God. I, I got it. Oh God. Every fucking day. Yep. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah. Like, Every every morning, it's just like, let's play the game. Am I hungover? Or am I getting sick? It's like both, probably. <laughs> really, it's, and it, because you know, it's and seasonal allergies happening right now. That's not helping things and, at all. And it's like normally, I you know, I don't drink during the week. At least, like, I'll have like a glass of wine before bed or something like that. But I don't like drink hardcore like on the weekends or whatever during the week normally. But now it's like airport rules yeah, out man. there. It's, 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 it's a different like, world. All the fun, all, all all that shit is out the window. It's like, uh, oh, you know, I'll have a mimosa on a f- fucking Tuesday. Yeah, why the fuck not? Of course, fucking hell yeah, man. Who's you really, stop me? Yeah. exactly. You really got to think though. Like, people are not used to working from home, I, and and it's driving a lot of people nuts. And I, I'm and I think just in general people are getting crazy so uh, to entertain myself i'm starting to wear different hats wigs all <laughs> kinds of different costumery when i'm on a, on these conference calls because it's boring man like that's a great idea thank you Viking horns yeah exactly yeah it's it's and and everyone loves it Every, and everyone's getting on board and wearing shit and assless chaps. i mean well wait Yes, that too. But no one sees them because that's underneath my desk. So <laughs> but you really do have to do something. You know, it's uh, like it's pretty crazy because I think a lot of people do. They're getting cooped up and they're getting freaked out. And it just, for you know, y- you have to do some things to stave off that crazy cabin fever. And I know we were talking about um, some different things that we were watching and and some things that uh, to just you know, get, either get caught up on something or to watch something new because you got to get into it. And I, I know I think I'd be remiss if I didn't applaud Netflix for being so awesome with documentaries. They really got me into documentaries when others could not. You know, please tell me we're going to talk about fucking Tiger King. Um, please, God, can we talk about Tiger King? <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. We're I know talk every about other it. show and podcast and it doesn't and, matter. And every other outlet is talking about it. We got to fucking talk about that. I don't shit. give a shit if they're doing it or not. Like I said before, uh, Netflix is just doing it right, man. They they know how to do a documentary. And, you know, I remember when History Channel used to have things on about World War Two, like the Luftwaffe. I would never even give a shit about something like that. But I swear to God, if Netflix put something out about the Luftwaffe, I would watch it 100%. By the way, Luftwaffe 
means air weapon in German. I think I'm going to start referring to my farts as a Luftwaffe after a nice <laughs> bowl of chili. Look out, kids. I'm sure your wife and children would agree. The Luftwaffe are going on a bombing run, so watch out. Your kids would be like nine. Yeah, I'm fairly certain they're not going to be big fans of that. Um, but the the Tiger King doc, I got to say, I've watched a ton of documentaries on Netflix. Abducted in Plain Sight is an A plus for sure. Making a murder, but Tiger King might be my favorite because it stars one of the most entertaining people I have ever seen, and that is Mr. Joe Exotic. Well, it's it, the amazing part about this show, the the documentary, and if if you haven't seen it, please fucking watch it immediately. The it, it, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll do my best to not give away the farm here, but it, it's, it's not just him because it starts out as this, and this is not, you know, news. I'm not giving anything away here, but it starts out with the, this fucking redneck gay maniac with 180 tigers and a mullet that owns some dog shit zoo in the middle of Oklahoma. And it, and he's like a polygamist, gay, meth head. Yeah, I mean, like he's got a lot going and, on. <laughs> and like, and a bunch of like people that he pays like 20 bucks a day. To oh, work yeah. At the zoo. Terrible, a meth man. Head drag. In a rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil and our natural resources just like you to find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet visit ncga.com ncga a commitment to the future hey which glasses look better on me oh what's this zenny's 3d virtual try-on pretty cool right hmm. uh, i don't know about the purple cat eyes i think they're fun what about these tortoiseshell glasses or these rimless sunglasses oh what about these clear frames wait are those prices real do they have glasses for men? Yep. They also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenny.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95. Dolphus 3. Yeah. The guy was bragging about $130 for the week. A week's worth of work. And the crazy thing is that they're thrilled about it. And, Couldn't be happier. And all of what I just said is probably the least incredible of the things that get revealed on that show. Seriously. Jesus. Like, that's just, that's just like the first 15 minutes. Like it's bananas. Yeah, it's crazy. And I, if you really were to, if you're a gambling person, which, and I know that you are a betting man and I'm a betting man and you were trying to wager on what that show is going to be about just based on the first episode, you watch the first episode and say, I think I could predict pretty easily what this show is all about. You would be you would lose so fast and you'd be so shocked about the turns that it took and and where it goes because you really don't see it coming. All the things that happen in that show take so many turns that you would not expect. It's amazing. It is chock full of goodness. If you just take Joe's husband, I mean, wow, this guy's uh, husband has maybe the worst teeth I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> fucking life, along with some regrettable tattoos, in my opinion. 
and you get introduced to him early on and it like it gets so much crazier like when they start shifting the story over from joe to carol and you get introduced to carol and what a piece of shit carol was and how she probably killed her husband by feeding him to fucking tigers like literally there is a strong possibility it's bloody fucking likely is what it is <laughs> yeah i mean listen the guy apparently went to costa rica that's the 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 rumor is that he's in costa rica and it's not like the documentaries from like 19 1975 where people could disappear and you can't really find them there's the internet there's cell phones the guy should pop back up and be like hey i'm fine i'm cool man i'm not dead don't worry my wife didn't try to kill me well wouldn't you think that she would be the prime suspect being that one he was wealthy and two she owed a bunch of fucking tigers yeah, it's a valid point man like, it's a valid point but you kind of think that like the most uh, you know, the simplest explanation is usually the right one, isn't that? How yes, the it's, it's Occam's, Occam's razor. So like, yes. Wouldn't the simplest explanation be the fucking lady who's married to him and owns a bunch of man-eating animals is the one that fucking killed him and fed him to her man-eating yes. animals? Yes, most likely. Like, oh, we're not really sure. It's like how Shittiest, short do you need to be, dude? It's the it's, worst. It's bananas. Like I want to rewatch it just to like see what ridiculousness i may have missed when i was laughing over it um, <laughs> yeah sure and also to hear some of his amazing music oh my lord oh god dude oh the worst things music. i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> seriously the worst shot videos the most poorly constructed songs now colleen and i are into some like pretty shitty horror movies and we've seen some badly produced things just out of boredom because right. we got to the bottom of the barrel for horror movies but this shit takes the cake by a, a long <laughs> shot much much worse than anything i've ever seen but i gotta say the guy knows how to title a song here kitty kitty i saw a tiger i mean <laughs> seriously man this guy is a fucking gem and is it any surprise that his country oh seriously like terrible man i was i went for a run today i kept my distance from everyone don't freak out uh, a lot to go outside and go for a run it was gorgeous out today but i'm like coming back from my run and all of a sudden just in my head it was i was like i was like i met a tiger and, and a tiger met a man, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> so, fucking, so bad. fucking bad <laughs> but you know what it's not just him though it's it's carol also hired some i think it's part of the exotic cat culture i guess owning exotic cats makes you make shitty videos and music because she had the uh the one with the uh the other lady i can't remember the, the other lady that looks kind of like alanis morissette they created a song uh and, and, and it was equally as bad as anything that joe exotic put out there it's fucking all garbage man it's like the it's like the most like mall like green screen like oh, produced yeah. thing like Dude, my kids could probably do something better than that ins insane yeah. and then he made like a music video like joking about this woman feeding <laughs> her husband <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like what yeah. actual fuck, it's like, man. i'm joe exotic and i'm not a liar she fed her husband <laughs> to some tigers yeah, there are a couple of truths I think that we could take from the old Tiger King documentary, or at least, uh, you know, assumptions that we can make. The first one is Carol Baskin absolutely killed her husband and fed them to her cats. Uh, big, giant, man-eating fucking cats. <laughs> oh, and he 100%, I think he 100% tried to have her killed, or at uh -huh. least stupidly agreed uh. to... I don't I, you know, he's not exactly playing with a full deck of cards, no, obviously. Really? but you know, I think he, he in in some way, shape or form was certainly complicit in 
trying, trying to, to have, have her killed, her killed yeah. or at least very much wanting her to be dead. Yeah. Um, with mountains. mountains <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not really trying hard to defend it. Like, to like I'm going to record put defense all up. shit myself. I know what an <laughs> asshole. He's like Nixon. He's like, I'm going to just record it all. I don't care. It really is the act of someone who's super egotistical to do some shit like that, you know, and, and he had to think that he's going to be untouchable. Like he's not. No one's going to get him. And did he keep that shit private? No. He went to joeexotic.net and posted what? everything, including like he had effigies of her where he was shooting them. Like he he basically said, I want this woman dead. I'm willing to pay for this woman to be dead and expected not to get caught when someone actually took him up on the offer, which I think is just bananas, you know? So, like, on the off chance that he didn't do it, he really is creating a, 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 a trail of breadcrumbs leading right back to him as the only possible suspect it's in this whole thing. It's like entire loaves of bread yes. like, that he just threw down <laughs> on the ground. Yep. And it had, like, a, on top of the loaf of bread was, like, a, a painting of him, like, shooting this lady in the head. No, no kidding. Jesus like, Christ. It's, it's ridiculous. Like the most obvious shit ever. Yeah, you have to be a, a really shitty prosecutor not to be able to win that case for sure. Maybe just hang it up and go do something else for the love of God. But I, I mean, I don't want to put all the blame on poor Joe here because Carol was quite the piece of shit herself. If you see some of the videos in there and again, sorry for spoiling if people haven't watched it, but she's got videos of, of herself. She's supposed to be this animal right activist and trying to save cats in the meantime. There are videos of her talking about breeding and selling exotic cats. The thing, oh, no. you know, she's a fucking horrible person, too. And that's not even to mention the fucking Bikram yoga oh, yeah. master Bogdan. tiger cult leader yeah. with his harem of women that he oh, yeah what? what a piece of garbage what the fuck just saying it out loud it just makes me want to go what the fuck like by the way the guy's fucking blonde soul patch was enraging it was like the guy the lead singer from Everclear got stung by bees oh, <laughs> he, he looked. He looked like he looked like a guy that, you know, just like walked away from every Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy Buffett concert ever and started a Tiger Preserve. That is what um, Jimmy Buffett fans would do. <laughs> it's one of the it's it's one of the most phenomenal documentaries I've ever seen in my Truth. life. And for sure, it's uh, it's ridiculous. It is, um, but great. So besides the irrefutable fact that we know that Carol tried to have her husband killed or no, did have her husband killed and fed him to tigers. We also got to believe that Joe Exotic paid or tried to pay someone to kill Carol for sure. Right. I would think so. I mean, it certainly it certainly seems that way. And, you know, everyone around him, everyone that worked at his zoo and I'm air quoting the shit out of zoos, um, but uh Everyone that worked there certainly seemed to think that, you know, the vendetta yeah. that he had on her was certainly enough to, if he didn't kill her herself, to have someone kill him or at Do least it. stupidly agree to it and yep. just be like, or have someone think like, like, uh, like, have you ever seen the, the TV show version of Fargo? Where, uh, um, yeah, man, yeah, where Billy Bob Thornton is like, yeah. you know, do you want me to kill the, you know, do you want me to kill that bully you were talking uh, that's right. about that you want dead? That's like, just tell me yes or no. Yeah, and the was like, yeah. in the hospital, he's seen the hospital. Yeah, yep, exactly. So it's like kind of what, what if it was like one of those situations where he just said it in front of somebody who was crazy enough to do it? It's certainly possible. Um, like that guy, the fucking guy that said he paid him three grand, but he chickened out. Like, um, it's, 
It's, uh, oh, oh, and by the way, three thousand dollars? Are you fucking kidding me? Three grand. And let me remind you, this is not like nineteen seventy five. Again, this is three thousand dollars in two thousand and ten. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, and, and you, I mean, look, I understand meth is a hell of a drug, but Jesus Christ, three grand's like three million dollars apparently. Like in Oklahoma, I mean, talk about I, getting more uh, for your dollar, Jesus. It, which is a place where I'm never going. Oh, so come on, man. If this <laughs> if this podcast gets popular in Oklahoma. Uh, I feel I'll, I'll feel bad for you. Uh, we're not coming to visit. Sorry. Um, but uh, hey, uh, hey, hey, wait, wait, don't be so hasty. Like this is episode two of this podcast. So we're trying to monetize this thing as much as possible. If Oklahoma is paying the big bucks, which apparently they don't. But if they did, OK, L-A-H-O-M-A, Oklahoma. Here we come. Shit, oh, yeah. <laughs> be a shitload more than three thousand yeah, dollars. I can yeah. tell you that the security costs alone. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'd, rather kill my, I'd rather kill myself for $3,000. Hey you don't get to take the easy way out. Fuck you, man. Uh, yeah, it's okay, Oklahoma. You just come up with the, the mm. right amount of money. We'll, we'll go. Um, and then, like, they're, he's, the, the, they're feeding the tigers, like, leftover Walmart, like, shit. Oh, like, so fucking disgusting. And then, like, the workers oh. get first crack at the trash can full of expired <laughs> meat. Like, yeah. That's right. You fat cats didn't finish your plankton. Now it's mine. If we haven't convinced you yet, I don't think there's any convincing you to please watch this show because it is worth your time. It's seven episodes. You could knock it out in two nights. You probably knock it out one night if you wanted to because it's that fucking good. It really is. So I got to ask you a question. So, you know, we're talking about documentaries. We're talking about Netflix documentaries. And again, uh, just to reiterate, I uh, I probably would not give a rat's behind about any kind of documentaries if not for the fine uh, filmmakers and the people that are supported through Netflix because I am no social studies teacher by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but, uh, you know, and I've got my favorites for sure. Things that I think are just maybe my favorite documentaries off there. And I, I, I might have mentioned before, Abducted in Plain Sight, which is probably one of my all-time faves, if not my favorite, next to Tiger King, who's really close uh, and making a murderer. But what about you? I mean, if they're ranking some of these documentaries, is there any that stick out to you that are awesome? From Netflix? I mean, I know I have no one off the top of my head that's not on Netflix that I remember and it'll probably be my number one. I don't know if you ever saw it. It was on HBO. It's called Bangin' in Little Rock. Nope. Um, it was about... I haven't seen that one. Gang bangers in Little Rock, Arkansas. It is incredible in a way of similar to this, how you would never believe how outlandishly, ridiculously... Yeah. Good. Insane it is. Oh my. And violent. Yes. And... One of the funniest things that will stick with me is like how they all these dudes talk super gangster, um, white guys, black guys. It didn't matter. They were gang members. They were they were talking some shit. And it was the, the, the things that they were saying were not what the general public, i.e. cracker ass crackers, yeah. would understand. <laughs> and they... So every time somebody would say something that was like not just general, like a term that you would hear like every day out in the, or out in the real world, like this one guy was like, man, I just, I feel like nobody can fade me. What? And then they're oh just God. like, they're just like, stop. And it's like fade. And they like bring up the definition. Oh, you gotta be like, fucking kidding me. What was this? This documentary brought to you by the same people that did the electric company from back in the day, the old TV. Fade. Duh. Fade. What the fuck? It was, it was just like, it was like, it was like, it was like the gangster to cracker, like the uh, dictionary. It was <laughs> something we could all dude, use. It was so <laughs> fucking funny. Wow. Like, I mean, and sadly funny, 
but very funny. I, that, that's the one documentary that sticks with me of like one of my favorites. What about you? Yeah, for me, it's like pretty easy, man. Like I've said it before and I'll say it again that uh, abducted without a question, I'd have to go with abducted in plain sight. Not even close. I'm sure some of my people from work are probably listening to this and they're rolling their eyes because I, I seriously treat the story of abducted in plain sight like a Jehovah Witnesses spreads the word. <laughs> I spread the story of B. It just baffles me on how bad those parents could possibly be. They let their daughter get abducted twice. And the first time B convinces uh, the mom to let him take her to uh, horseback riding practice. Cut to he abducts her and takes her to Mexico. She wakes up and this little intercom next to him with with a voice that's B is pretending to be an alien. It's like Zeep Zorp. You, you must have sex with a guy in the room next door or the world will end for some reason. And she's 12. So, of course, she's like, OK, I guess I got to do this. Uh, she opens the door and she was like, wait a minute. Is that my neighbor B? Last I remember, he was driving me to go to a horseback riding lesson and gave me an, a quote unquote allergy pill. Now an alien is saying I have to fuck him to save the world. I guess not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> and you're watching stunned because of how unfathomable the situation is. And then you get introduced to Jan's parents. That's the girl's name is Jan. Then it starts to become pretty clear how this girl got abducted not one time, but two times by the same guy, because the parents both decided that they also wanted to enjoy the fruits of of uh, bees pants. And it didn't take a lot of convincing for the dad who uh, he got he got talked into jerking bee off pretty quickly, if I remember correctly. Oh, God, I did. Yep. yep. This, he I, sure, yeah. I, yes. Because he, he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah. So I was just in a car ride with the guy and I decided to blow him. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's normal. Sure. <laughs> the fuck? Like, he's so, he could not, he could not jack that guy off fast enough. He really couldn't. He was like, he's like, I just need some relief. I, you know, it's just kid stuff. And how is that not a telltale sign? The guy said that jerking off somebody is just kid stuff, which should have given you a clue. This guy's a piece of shit pedophile. Now I work in the business of influence. I work in that kind of a, a, a realm, but this is next level shit. B is a a ninja at that. And I, I got news for you. It doesn't matter how influential you are. You are not getting me to jerk you off in the car. I mean, you you and I, I mean, you and I have taken many, many a car trip to places. We sure um, have. And could you imagine if we're like we like park somewhere and it was just like, you know what I was thinking? <laughs> yeah, what? You should probably suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> you would. You would you would drive the car as fast as you could and jam on the brakes so I'd bash my face into the dashboard. <laughs> you damn right I would. And and then Jesus. kick me the fuck out. Like yes. there I can't imagine a scenario where like so and then this is the guy that abducted your daughter. Yep. And then he does it again. He does it twice, <laughs> which is pretty amazing, twice. right? Like, for real. And by the way, so hold on a second. So uh, the other thing, too, is like if someone's coming to you and saying, hey, I need some re relief, you don't immediately go to like giving them hand release. Fucking exactly. There's so many other things you would go to first before you just start jacking just a dude off. Fuck you. Exactly. You probably thought their stomach hurts, but like you didn't think their balls were fucking full. <laughs> so if you really like take take stock of what happened here, he seduces the mom and B, this is B, seduces the mom. He seduces the dad. He convinces them both that he's in love with them somehow or is into them because the dad by the way that was not the only fucking time that he was diving into that guy's lap like it had the fucking cure for uh, COVID in it so you know it, it's amazing it's, it, it is a insanely insanely yeah. ridiculous it's a master class like, in poor parenting like diatribe of the worst parenting yes I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, like you could, you could say, okay, I lost my kid one time. I got a doctor, but twice, yes! two times. 
by the same guy. And by the way, one of the most impressive things that has happened, right? So he seduces the mom. He seduces the dad. He steals the kid, calls him and says, hey, I'm going to get married to your daughter in fucking Mexico and still has somehow. And when he returns from Mexico, convinces the mom that really all he wanted was her. And he was trying to fuck her all the time. And it's not look, B's charming, but come on, man. Mind you. And remember twice, twice. It's not. It's not fucking Jason Momoa. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's some fucking, it's some fucking dude in polyester pants. Yeah, I wouldn't say that B is exactly a fucking looker here. I mean, he's, uh, he's, I guess he's, for for the time, maybe he was attractive, but he wasn't like fucking David Cassidy or anything, you know? And this guy managed, this guy manages to fuck the entire family. Which, by the way, that's pretty goddamn impressive. I couldn't fucking do that shit, man. Good good for you, man. Good job, B. James Strong, man. No, no, wait, man. Hold on, man. I do feel like B deserves a little bit more than we're giving him. And, uh, let the the dingo get his fucking job. Goddamn right. That's right, man. There you go. B earned every clap. That's what I call earned applause right there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, Jesus Christ. You just remember that you, you started that. It's your fault for even bringing it up. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so what, how, have you, how, how have you and uh, I mean, it's got to be different for you because, oh, yeah. you know, you got the, you know, you got uh, the wife, you got oh, the two yeah. kids. They're not in school. Like how are they? How are they? How are they dealing with the uh, apocalypse? Yeah, well, I can tell you, it's not great. That's that's for sure. It's <laughs> fucking pretty bad. To be honest with you, just be glad you don't have kids because. Uh, oh, I'm glad. You know, there's times <laughs> I really don't like you. You lucky piece of shit. <laughs> You're busy playing Doom, and I am doomed. Like, literally, just yesterday, I got into an argument with with my daughter because she had to write a three paragraph essay, and she felt like I wasn't hurting her. I'm like, I'm trying to do my job, and you help you at the fucking same time. Could you give me a goddamn break and just do something? You lazy asshole. This coronavirus is going to be the fucking death of me. And not because of the coronavirus. If this really was the end of days and, and you had to, uh, you have like no, nothing really anchoring you to the world outside of Colleen, really, right? And that's your Colleen, not my Colleen, obviously, but it's two mouths to feed instead of four. And, and if, you, if you needed to, you could ditch Colleen. There's no contract keeping you there. So, yep. you know, you are, uh, yeah, there's a uh, much better I spot got, than me. Just untethered. Yeah, I got, I got, I got no anchors. But it truly is the life that you chose, man. You're just a, a, a man on his own. If he wants to just bug out, he could bug out. and well, no, no confidence either. Oh, right, because you're a piece of shit. So, <laughs> I mean, seriously, what a life. God forbid we got into the zombie apocalypse and poor Colleen got bit. You'd be like, oh, man, so sorry. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> As you're running away. Me, on the other hand, I got I to gotta feed four. And if you count Sam, I'm not sure if you've ever seen my daughter Sam eat. But it really is a thing to be marveled at. She um, she's always hungry. She better hope her metabolism keeps up with uh, her growth pattern, because otherwise I'll be cutting her out of the house as an adult. <laughs> oh, I yeah. lost myself with a rag on a stick. Oh, yeah, for real. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and she does like just she's constantly hungry. It's it's all day, every day. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And I know what she's doing. It's like 11 o'clock at night. She doesn't want to go to bed. So it's just like an act to delay the inevitable, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have have bedtimes been thrown out the window and all that shit? Oh, man, you have no fucking idea. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the sleep patterns around here are completely off the rails, completely. And, you know, for me, I'm very regimented. I get up, you know, around the same time. So right. buying a home can feel like navigating uncharted waters. Redfin agents can help. They'll answer your questions with honest advice so you know exactly what you're getting into. They'll also help you tour as many homes as you want and show you what it takes to make a winning offer. With a Redfin agent on your side, you can sail straight to your dream home. 
Local expertise from Redfin. That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church, VA. 844-759-7732. Enjoy. Thanks. E, order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. It'll be five or six o'clock in the morning, which is what the time I usually get up. And I'm telling you, they don't get up for hours. I will look down and it'll be 11 o'clock and they'll just be getting rolling out of bed. It's 11 o'clock. If there wasn't a pandemic, I would have thought a vampire broke into my house and bit everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's bad when you're like getting up and your first meal is lunch or dinner. You know, that's not good from the next day. (laughs) Exactly, man. It's like they're coming down off of acid. What the fuck is going on? You slept for 36 hours. That's what's going on. Now, I will say there are advantages to that because they're sleeping and then it doesn't make a whole lot of noise for me when I'm trying to work. So I, I, I like the quiet. And I got to be honest, like I, I have looked down on it. It's only a couple of days in, but like we're less than two weeks into this whole thing. And I've looked down and it's been like two o'clock and nobody else is downstairs. It's it's the kind of sleep where you worry that maybe they're not waking up ever again. And we're just <laughs> getting started with this thing. It's going to be a while before we get out of this mess. And I just I, I pray to God that they're going to be able to get on a good schedule once the three weeks or whatever right. is over. You oh. know, it's not going to be good. And, that, and that's like three. That's got that had to feel like when they announced that that had to feel like 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 somebody was handing down like uh like a like a 25 year sentence. Yes. Yeah, it is like a lot like prison and there was no chance for appeals whatsoever. It's like, can I please, for the love of God, dear Lord, can I please just get another chance? I'll do better. I swear to God. And, and I'm saying this as a caveat, like I, I love my kids to death. Don't don't get me wrong, but. And they're both awesome. But, you know, there's challenges with both of them. Allie is turning into a teen. Sam is just unrelenting when she wants something. It is 100 percent our fault. I get it. But, man, she just keeps coming at you. And I would never do this. Don't get me wrong. I would never do this. But there are times where I just want to drill her in the face (laughs) for continuing to ask me. That's how annoying I'm saying that bad, that bad. So if you ever want to figure out what happens when there's no school to like govern them and give them like social graces, this is it. They become fucking assholes. Hopefully that'll change. And kids do change, but there's one constant that you could see with with all kids at every single stage of their life, which is a steadfast commitment to being completely unreasonable. And I honestly don't think I was like that as a kid. If I asked my dad for something and he said no, and I asked again, I'd be assaulted with a belt buckle or a fist. <laughs> or both. I guess fist wrapped in a belt. Yeah, exactly. That's when I'm really bad. <laughs> they call that the stinger. I think he actually called it the twofer. They don't let you use that no more. Hey, you're right. Not wrong, dude. They don't let you use that anymore. And I'm left defenseless. All I have now is my willpower just not to to snap and just be like, motherfucker! And just start attacking people, you know? I do feel like when we were kids, there were a lot more consequences to what you did. You know, there was... In this day and age, it's just different, you know? 
But even back in our day, kids were unreasonable. I mean, if you think about it, when you're a baby, 3 a.m., you shit up your back. Now, you don't mean to do it, but that's not good behavior. You ask me. As a toddler, you get a little bit older, you can communicate with your parent. Still not great behavior. You're sitting in a Target uh, shopping cart, just like my oldest did, and reach underneath and put a piece of the gum stuck to it in your mouth. Unreasonable. Right. And not to mention, hey, you know what? Uh, they get a little bit older and they get to like now my youngest age and they just want everything and they are just defiant. By the time they get to teenage years, they become full unreasonable asshole, like fully developed gestation over. And to be clear, I'm not above it. I was an asshole when I was a kid. My mom told me that when we used to go to the beach, like I would just shit on the beach. <laughs> Like, I would just drop trowel and fucking take a shit right on the beach. I get no fucks whatsoever. How about that? And, uh, yeah, I'm sure, of course, all the other families in Cape May are like, well, there's somebody from Green Creek. Hey, not all crickers shit in the, on the beach, man. So don't bucket us all together. I did it, but there's no reason to stereotype. But I mean, come on. I, I, you got to be honest. I'm sure that if you dig into your past, you think about it. You were in, uh, as a kid, you were unreasonable, too. You probably did some fucked up shit because you didn't understand social graces or right. really respecting your parents. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, like mine was it was different for me because I was an only child. So, yeah, and it wasn't like I got everything. It was actually the opposite. It was just like, I mean, like my dad made me get a job when I was fucking 12. And that's not an exaggeration. Like I was washing yep, dishes in a restaurant when I was, yep. when I was, was still that in the, uh, windrift? Yeah. When I was still in middle school. So like they weren't, ha they weren't having that like spoiled little brat, you know, nonsense. Um, but you know, it, it, of course, there was times where it was just like, you know, I want something, I can't have it, and the the explanation that you're giving me is not not acceptable at all, right? Uh, going to end with me getting this? Nope. So I'm going to be as completely as unreasonable, unreasonable as possible. I was like, so so then my mom would punch me in the stomach. Yeah, subtle, really nice. <laughs> like, and, then, and then I and then I stopped asking. Right. Your mom introduced a deterrent and that deterrent was mighty effective because you stopped asking. Mission accomplished. You better believe that you're going to be thinking twice before you're in a Buster Browns getting school shoes. I, you know, Buster try to act, act like a fucking asshole. Start being unreasonable and get a gut punch for your troubles. Well, based on your based on your actions at the beach, your nickname should have been Buster Brown. Yeah, that's fair. That's you're actually fair. Buster Brown. <laughs> it sure was. Beach. <laughs> I may have imagined this, but I think I may have shit on a horseshoe crab. <laughs> I'm being serious, man. I think and that's why they don't like me. I think they probably think I'm somehow responsible for their downfall, you know, you by introducing foreign matter. You somehow knocked off a fucking species that has been been around since like the mesozoic area i call that achievement <laughs> okay so enough about that shit um let's talk about something else complete shift of gears here i feel like we haven't really talked a lot about you um and and introduce you to the uh the entire audience however many that may be because not everybody knows you obviously so i was thinking about you know kevin and i were in a band together and i had this crazy vivid memory of something that maybe you'll know i will give you mad props if you get this by the way so that's on the line okay Go for it. It's a two-part question. Do you remember we were approached to put one of our songs in a Leo DiCaprio movie? Ah, ah yeah, that, 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 that. No, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you two questions. Okay. If you can get both answers, mad props are all yours. Okay. Okay, number one, the name of the movie. Eve's Plum. Uh, no, wait, I think, wait, was it Eve's Plum or was it uh, Don's Plum? I can't remember. Uh, maybe, maybe it's Don, something Plum. 
Yeah, you know what? Let me let me just Google it. I think that it's it maybe Don Don's Plum. Plum too. Don's yeah. Plum. Don's yes, Plum. Yep, I think Don's it is. Plum. Yep, it is. I was something Plum. Yes. So I got half. I got half point. No, nah, man, that's not how we roll here. <laughs> you know, you you got Plum, which is impressive. So I'm going to go ahead and give you full credit because you had Plum because that's a, a a pretty tough one. It was Don's Plum, not Eve's Plum, but you still get the point. But wait, look at the cast, man. Ah, oh, they got a lot of stars in this one. Kevin Connolly, original Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, of course, the aforementioned Leo DiCaprio. Then it starts to dip off, you know, a little. It wasn't that wasn't the guy. Yeah. What, Je- Jeremy Sisto. Who's yeah, you thinking of? Yeah. I bet you. Yes. Um, who, who was the he was the female, um, the female lead, the one that was like uh, the the one that was like Leo was like a total dick to. Um, Could it have been uh, Jenny Lewis or was it scrolling uh, through the cast? Amber Benson, oh. I think oh. it was. Ah, Amber Benson, Amy. Yes. All right, so that was the movie. You got that, yep. you know, obviously with the plum thing, and I can see how you get it all mixed up because of the uh, band Eve's Plum. Question two, what song did they want to put into the movie? <gasps> oh, man. Uh, was it Medicine? No, sir, that is not correct. Was it, um, hold on. Uh, oh, man. Um, okay, ha- how about on. this? How about I give you a hint? Okay. Sure. All right. The song was supposed to be for a fight scene where shit was going yeah, crazy. Yeah, she goes outside and yes. she beats the Jeep with a bat. Yes, and yes, they yes, yes. To use yes. it during that scene. Come on, dude. I, I can feel scene. it. You're almost there. Uh, oh, oh, come on, man. God, it's, uh, dude, it's also the name it. of our website, our original website. Oh, Boston Head. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Good job, man. That was a yeah. tough one. But yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny. Is it, so if people don't know what the fuck we're talking about, so there is a movie that can't. That came out in 2000 or was supposed to come out was, uh, in 2001. 2001. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. um, a friend of ours, my actual one of my roommates at the time, uh, his sister was dating the guy that either wrote it or directed it or maybe even wrote it and directed it. Um, and they had filmed it and was ready. It was in the can. They were ready to put this thing out. They were starting to do the music to it and stuff like that. And um, the movie got pulled because Leonardo DiCaprio and Tommy McGuire used their um, now growing force as actors to block it from being produced. And I don't really know what the reason was other than they were, their characters were reprehensible. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That um, it would damage their stock in Hollywood to be able yeah. to, you know, get more serious and dramatic roles and, oh, and, and stuff like that. God damn um, it. We actually got to see the movie. Um, I don't know. We, I, I, Dan showed it to us. They actually had a copy of the movie and, and yeah, we, that's right. we got to watch it. Man. Um, and unfortunately for us, uh, w- we were going to have a song in that movie and then fuck. it got fucking shit canned. Yeah, exactly. There um, by the, the grace which, of God go we. Or, so, you know, it's like fucking, <laughs> we could have had such a fucking cool story to tell. Can you imagine that shit? If that we were in that movie, Leo DiCaprio, Tobey Maguire today. Can you imagine being at normal people parties and being able to drop? Yeah. So my song's in a Leo DiCaprio and Tobey <laughs> Maguire vehicle. Yeah. God damn it, man. It's so close. We had so many near hits. This fucking band. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, we could count on multiple hands the the amount of missteps that our band took in <laughs> order to prevent ourselves from becoming famous. Yeah, so much so that but you would think that we were doing I, it on I, purpose I, for real. Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly digress. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we did have the world in our palms and we just decided that 
for whatever reason, <laughs> we did not want to keep that in our, our lovely little hands. We wanted to give it away to somebody else. We could have been on a fucking soundtrack, mm-hmm. you know, a soundtrack in a major Hollywood on picture soundtrack. Yes. With at least one Oscar winner, which is pretty fucking cool. We were signed to a label. Now, yep. mind you, it was Brahma Bull Records, which is like the rocks, <laughs> the rocks attempt at uh, being in multimedia. Which actually would have been amazing. It, yeah, that's not a lie. Record company. Hell yeah. Then I joined that shit. Hey, sign me up. I would smell what he was cooking, man. Hell yeah. The, uh, well, maybe you should update your, update your, update your dumb board to have some rock right. sounds on there for challenge accepted time. motherfucker i got it <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean and i'm certain we'll cover this in future podcasts but yeah we 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 had we had quite a few m- monumental fuck-ups yeah, <laughs> from, from a band perspective uh-huh um but you know we also had some tremendous opportunities you know yeah. not many people can say that they've played cbgb's multiple oh, yeah. times oh yeah um and that place doesn't exist anymore and as a a you know we sh- we we stood on the we stood on the same stage as giants man so yep. not a lot of people could say that that's the truth man um since we brought up the the rock i want to i want to wrap this up with an idea okay so um i had so I had heard, and I'm I'm, I'm going to give props where props are due. I'd heard from another podcast I I, I listened to uh, these guys called the Spitballers. They're they they're they actually their main podcast is a fantasy football podcast called the Fantasy Footballers. Fantastic podcast, please listen to it. It's awesome. Uh, three guys on there, they're hilarious, but it's very family friendly, very PG. Um, and not they like have this, this one, they, not like our podcast. Yeah, That's, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they. They do like just, you know, uh, uh, because their main podcast is uh, is fantasy related, um, you know, they do a draft at the end of their podcast and and it's usually silly stuff. Um, So I got the idea that you and I should do this because we 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 miss we miss fantasy sports so much. We miss so much right now. So much. Um, God damn it. We were supposed to. We were supposed to have our fantasy baseball draft on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and it sucks that we don't, we're not able to do that. So I thought, man, fuck you, COVID 19. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. So I thought, um, in the, uh, in the spirit of, of, of this and, and in the spirit of, uh, of trying to salvage some sports mm-hmm. and also with, with what would, um, be, Upcoming with WrestleMania, I yes. thought Uh-oh. the two of us should draft oh, our wrestling Mount Rushmore. Okay, um, okay, okay. So we only get four, though, right? Here, Is that the deal? We get four, right? Four, yep. So here's how it works. So since I came up with this, I'll give you the first pick and we'll go. It doesn't matter! <laughs> 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 well played, sir. That's well played. Right. Them drops are coming back to haunt you again. <laughs> fine, fine, that's fine. Um, so. I'll graciously give you the first pick. That's so uh, very we'll nice go, of you. Thank we'll you. Go snake style. So we'll go one, two, two. All right. You know, so you know, you get the first pick. I get the next two. You get the two after that. Mm-hmm. I get the, you know, I get two and then you get the last one. Got it. Got it. So, got, it got it. Got it. Got it. All right. I got uh, it. I got it. So it's going to be fucking hard. Wrestling Mount Rushmore. So basically, basically, you know, you pick and I'll pick, you know, you'll make your pick and I'll basically tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, we'll see about that. Um, and vice versa. So um, you have, you have the first picks and, and, you know, take a, take a minute if you need to, because, you know, I didn't know I didn't prepare yeah. you for this or anything. Like, yeah, so no like shit. You got to do no research at all. 
you need exactly. to do research. But you're one of the biggest wrestling fans I know. That's true. So this, okay. sh- this should be no, it's, this should be relatively no, easy for you. Not a, not even um, close but, to easy, dude. Come on, that's hard. Right, so so go ahead and take huh. go ahead and take a fucking gorilla monsoon or something. Don't give me a fucking break. Dumb fucking shit. So I could go next. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, first of all, I take fucking offense to that shit. Obviously, I'm not taking Gorilla Monsoon. (laughs) Fuck, man, the pressure. I feel like way under the gun. I need the right music for this. So, Uh, (laughs) so I I don't know. It's gonna be tough, man. There is a tremendous amount of pressure going on right now. I'm gonna be honest. So, but you get the first pick. All right, I know. I know. You got anybody you ever wanted ever in the history of wrestling to be. Your 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 numero uno. I am prepared. So I am now. I am now you, ready to make my very first pick. So, okay. with my very first pick, I will select the one, the only. It doesn't matter. Hell <laughs> yeah, the Rock, the People's Champion, the most electrifying man in all sports <laughs> entertainment. If you smell what the Rock <laughs> is cooking, yeah. Good luck talking shit on that pick, motherfucker. Well, listen, I, I can't argue with you there. I, I could tell you right now, he wasn't making it back to you. Of course not. Um, yeah, of course not. You know, the, he, he's, he's, he's one of the most iconic, not only wrestlers, but fucking people in the world. Um, he, he's, 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 he's the fucking man. Like there's, there's no denying that he, he kind of built that second, that second wave yep. of wrestling. He sure did. Um, but, you know, my first pick is going to be the man who I feel like I know this pick stabilized that wave because if you hear the glass, okay. that's your motherfucking ass. My God, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, thank God. Thank God, I can add uh, the glass and the song end post. Wow! Yeah, man. Rattlesnake wow. baby, Stone Cold. Is is all my is my number one pick. My pick all was right, good. So. I mean, you guys a good counterpunch there. I got to be honest. So far, this is not working out because I thought we were supposed to talk shit on each other's picks. It's not really <laughs> the first two picks were well, like fucking awesome, man. <laughs> who's going to really argue that either of those picks well, are bad? Seriously, come on. You really, it's really hard to argue those two picks. It really yeah. is. Like so, those are the the best two, man. We got I, the best two right off the bat. <laughs> seriously. So my second pick. All right, go ahead. And uh. Before we go back to you for your next two, um, now this this might be a little divisive, but um, I just have to go with it because you know this is this is the man I grew up on. There was no there was nothing bigger than in the eighties than Hulkamania. Oh shit! So, Let me tell you something, brother. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Oh yeah, that's right, baby. The Hulkster, Hulk Hogan. Oh man, another strong pick, two, baby. So I'm di- I'm sitting here. I'm doing the I'm doing the pose. I'm holding my ear to the crowd to hear all those delicious, delicious chants for my second pick, Hulk Hogan. I tell you, man, that is a strong second pick, and it's it's hard. It's impossible to argue. You know, you could have put him one or two, but let me tell you something. When you're a little kid and you heard that music, my God, and dude, I get I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just dude, I'm still getting goosebumps from that. Yeah, you know, he's coming down the aisle. He's pointing to the crowd. He's got his (laughs) you know championship over his shoulder. The guy's a fucking icon, you know what I mean? You know, and, and hey, if you just ignore all the racist shit that he did, <laughs> he's, you know, pretty amazing. 
in and out of the ring, the guy was entertaining. We found out two really interesting things about Hulk, the Hulkster. First, through the leaked tape from the Bubba the Love Sponge Heather Clem debacle, <laughs> we found out that, uh, and honestly, to the surprise of no one, a guy named Hulk is carrying a big piece. He's got a big hog. And if, and if you watch that tape, oh. man, he drilled Bubba the Love Sponge's wife like an oil derrick. That's what being a real American, yeah, a I true mean, hero he, is all about. He, he, he brings his A game even to the, even to the cuckold. <laughs> so he's, 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 He's all about it. Plus, he had one of the greatest heel turns in uh, of oh, all yeah. time oh my God. when he joined the NWO. Dude, it was so, so unexpected, and it's amazing. Like, it doesn't take a lot to turn somebody heel. All he had to really do was, like, grab a uh, a black magic marker and then paint a fucking beard, <laughs> like a, an evil beard on an XC. And that was Hollywood Hogan. If you look like an asshole with shoe polish on your face, you could pull it off. Exactly. <laughs> And he also started, uh, he started doing the air guitar with the second title belt, which is one of my favorite things ever. I mean, it was like one of the most iconic groups of all time. Bunch of old guys, their fucking bodies just falling apart. The fucking, uh, dude, Kevin Nash's legs, his knees. All their knees are all fucked up, No, 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 no. Yes, I get that. But I mean, like, you know, all right, you make a good point. It's not like a big fucking shocker here. I get it. But Um, as a fan, you're not like really looking at that and saying, oh my God, these guys are uh, breaking their bodies into pieces and uh, aren't going to be able to walk later. And I think it was just very disturbing. If you look at Kevin Nash's legs, there's something real <laughs> fucked up there, man. We live in a world of technology. So this is very easily proven. So do I right, do this really quick. I want you to Google Kevin Nash's fucked up legs. Just do that now. And uh, I'm just telling you right now, be prepared to, to see something that's going to horrify you for a long, long time past uh, today. Yeah, it's bad, right? It's, that's pretty bad. Oh, yeah, that's not great. No, no, not even a little bit. Uh, his legs are all fucked oh, up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not good. Not yeah. good at all. The air we breathe, the water we drink, the soil that grows food for our families. These basic elements are essential to healthy, happy lives. America's corn growers think so, too. Across the country, they're pitching in every day and doing the work to produce food and fuel that is healthy in a sustainable way. Go to ncga.com to learn more about how corn farmers grow a more sustainable future for us all. That's ncga.com. Still paying hundreds of dollars for prescription glasses? Let's change that. At zenny.com, our factory direct model means no middlemen or outrageous markups. Just the same quality frames and lens options as the other guys, for one-tenth the price. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit Zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever. And they all, yeah, yeah, they're all like, and they're all like atrophied. That's not a great, that's not a great, no, that's not a great look. Nope. Yeah. And he's six, he's like six, isn't he like seven feet yeah, tall or something like huge. that too? So big that sure isn't helping him. It sure isn't. All right. So let's keep this train. Let's keep this train. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's do this thing, buddy. So. All right, so your first pick was The Rock. Yep. I went with Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan. So back to you for oh, two. Oh, man. Uh, I hate so this you got, game. You got two picks. Oh, woo. So Doggy. All right. Who, okay. Who, who you going to call? Yeah. Who, who's who's, who's getting carved um, in your WWE, uh, WWF, WWE yeah. wrestling? Yes. It, doesn't, it doesn't have to be WWE true, either. True. So I could go indie. You know, I could go indie here. Um, you could be WCW. You could be yeah. NW, or, uh, it could be ECW. Man, I could just throw you like a fucking curve ball and go with someone like a Billy Kidman you know I like really doubt that. God, I <laughs> he's remember. all dirty yes. and weird yes, he is, the, shooting press, star, yes the shooting star press hell yeah 
Oh, man. Enough Fuck. fucking stalling. All right. Fine. Here. <laughs> oh, That's right, bitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's right. Shit. I'm dropping the okay. dead man on your punk ass, the motherfucking oh, Undertaker. Man. So there you go. You know, it's going to be hard to top that one, <laughs> dude. And I, I know, you know, he did have a stint in which all of a sudden he became he went from zombie to becoming a biker for some reason. <laughs> I don't really understand that shit. He went from fucking ominous music to Limp Biscuit. It's a bunch of horseshit, man. Well, what happened? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, that- he really did went from uh, digging souls and taking holes to being a complete asshole. See, that's the one thing that you have yeah. to accept with, with your pick is the fact that you all with with the good of of the, of the dead man of the harvester of souls yeah. that you got to take fucking the kid uh, rock limp biscuit uh era undertaker uh, what a bunch of fucking <laughs> so, bullshit god damn it um bye th- listen he's the good outweighs the bad it's it's Come uh, on. it's very hard to argue i mean god he's still he's he was in like he's basically been in like every wrestlemania for like the last fucking yep 25 years yes so. hey, and by the way just in case you didn't know spoiler alert uh <laughs> gonna, guess what the undertaker re- is back again the big reveal yep i mean not really it's just uh he is again fighting uh in wrestlemania the fiend bray wyatt <laughs> ah. i mean but like this is not gonna be uh, wrestling has gotten a little bit strange because of uh all the empty arenas and uh, well you know i guess disclaimer here and this is not gonna be a shock to pretty much anybody but i'm a big wrestling nerd uh you know it's evidenced by when i go out with my friends at work sometimes and I'm wearing a Bullet Club t-shirt and they're like, Bullet Club? What's the Bullet Club? Oh, it's a New Japan wrestling <laughs> faction. They're like, what? You're like, what is that? Some weird porn you watch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously. No, but you know what though? Like, I, I gotta say, like I, like, I think everybody watches some dumb shit. Colleen, who I love to death, um, watches some of the dumbest shit ever, like uh, Shaws of Sunset. I don't even know what the fuck that is. There's one that she's watching now. It's called, uh, what's it called? Extreme Cougars. Extreme Cougars. <laughs> I was like, what are they doing? Like fucking like a, a skateboarding trick? Is there anything like Tiger King? <laughs> no, man, I wish. That'd be great. I mean, it'd be much more entertaining to watch these stupid bitches get attacked and mauled by tigers. You know, it, it does sort of sound like, you know, like, ah, hi, this is Steve-O and this is Extreme Cougars. <laughs> I don't know why we digress like that. Uh, it's probably oh, shit. definitely my well, fault. Anyway, what's that have to do with your new Japan wrestling <laughs> uh, nothing i guess well no that's not true I, I gotta say like you know i obviously am a self-proclaimed fan of, of what I, I like what yeah. i like whatever and uh yes. i feel like i'm being judged harshly constantly <laughs> people about, can have what they like yeah at least i I'm, just don't like the judgment man yeah, exactly. people are just judging me left Stop and right judging me. yes i'm also i'm gonna tattle on my wife that she watches my 600 pound life goddamn straight <laughs> of course i am she does watch some really fucked up shit like yeah that show and uh life after lockup which is like the most depressing show ever but i mean i I remember when i used to live with her in uh claymont delaware we were living in sin in claymont delaware and i'd come home and the the tv would be blaring and it would be like an announcer from id discovery saying and the man was wearing a necklace full of clitorises (laughs) and i was like what the fuck is going on in here right now because i gotta say you know nothing says welcome home than hearing about someone wearing clitorises as a necklace that is stress i don't need when i come home and you know it's got to make me a little bit nervous you know it's like why is she watching all this stuff so you know it's uh, absolutely She's totally plotting her murder. Awesome. I mean, now, so anyway. now, now you are you are like now my uh, my witness here, just in case something yeah. happens to me. If she buys, if she gets a tiger sanctuary, oh, look the fuck out. Yep. 
God, how did we get on this? What the fuck, man? All right. Okay. We got to get back on track. All right. All right. So you got The Rock and The Undertaker. Yes. I mean, that's the, the, that's pretty good. That, that's big. That's big right there. Yeah, man. All right. You got one more. Oh, man. Wait a minute. I got to go again? I'm well, getting confused yeah. about this. Wait. Well, no. So you the, you got two. You're on your third. And then uh, I get two. And then you wrap it up. Uh, all right. Okay. Hold on. Let me think. You know, I'm almost compelled to do this as a glamour pick. One that's like nerdy and that no one's going to know. Right. Just for me. Somebody you know, that's, somebody's in your heart. Yeah. But not like popular. Yep. But then you got to think, you know, like, listen, you only get Um, I, I feel like I only have one shot at this. Right. I got to only get one shot at a Mount Rushmore of wrestling. So I got to be uh, careful yeah, here. Yeah. I got to be conservative. And for that reason, I'm going to go with somebody who's contributed a lot to wrestling, not just back in the day, but currently. That would be Mr. Triple H. Oh, okay. All right. Well, listen, I will defend his fucking theme song. That's for sure, because you can't fucking have a motorhead as your fucking as your fucking theme music. Hell yeah, is, dude. That that is you don't get much more metal than that. No. Um, I mean, it fucking certainly beats the shit out of fucking having fucking Kid Rock and Undertaker. Oh, come on, man. We got past that pick. What the fuck? I'm going back to that. I mean, listen, it, Triple Triple H is, is a bad motherfucker. Um, he had one of the coolest uh, special moves. Ah, the pedigree. Um, Hell yeah. I was not a fan of the dumb water spit thing. Um, <laughs> oh, you didn't like never that? Never a thing. That wasn't for you, um, huh? And I, I thought I was, I was fucking stupid. Oh, <laughs> wow. You I, would say I that mean, to his face. It, it's hard to argue <laughs> with how long he's been doing it. Yeah. Um, especially now he's like, what, the GM or some shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, exactly my point. Like the guy has done so much for the business. He's a 15, I think 15 time world champion or something like that or 13 time. I can't remember. And eventually he's going to end up running WWE when eventually when Vince eventually I'll say this. Vince ain't retiring. That motherfucker is going to have to die if you're getting him out of office. So. So anyway, point being is the guy's done more for indie wrestlers and and bringing people into NXT and done like all kinds of great shit. I, my pick is Triple H. I'm happy with the pick. So. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 the, the fact of the matter is, is that your pick was for a wrestler, not a fucking manager. Uh, what? So, so he's your businessman now. You made him. <laughs> fuck you, man. All that shit is hearsay and is inadmissible in court. Objection, Your Honor. Go so. fuck yourself. How about that? <laughs> fuck you, Triple H. So I'm up for my last two. All right. So I'm gonna. I'm going to go with an easy one for me. Um, growing up, he was the only other, he was the only other guy that was as big uh, that could, that could play in the same realm as Hogan. Oh, shit. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He That's right, baby. Macho Man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision. <laughs> well, he should be happy with my decision because he's on my motherfucking Mount Rushmore. Yeah, he's the man, dude. So, I understand why. Dude, Macho Man, dude, Macho Man like, he, he was, he cut, like, the best fucking promos. Oh, yes. Like, Quotes he was the amazing. Mic. And, like, just, oh, yeah. He's just the way he just delivered yes. everything the voice, was amazing. The swagger. Um, and he was, he was so like refined in the ring, and he he, he was had an excellent wrestler. One, he had like one of the first like hotties on his side. The cream miss, of the crop. miss, the cream <laughs> of the crop. 
Miss Elizabeth. Now you all motherfuckers had no Miss Elizabeth with them. Hell no. Fucking Macho Man had Miss Elizabeth with him. I mean, he, he was turned out fuck- to be a meth head and overdose. And whatever. <laughs> but, uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So wait, I can't remember this exactly. So I'm probably going to need to to lean on you again for a little bit of memory. I I okay. remember I remember she died, but I and I think it was Lex Luger that may have killed her. Or uh, I don't know if he <laughs> killed her as much as she died in his house. I don't know. We're talking semantics. Um, um, they were definitely doing something I bad. Mean, listen, they were probably shooting heroin together and he's a lot bigger than her i don't know how so, those two things are connected but <laughs> she overserved herself let's yeah. just say that i guess the cup um, overfloweth but so macho man is my third pick that was a good one and uh with my last pick uh i'm gonna go with someone that's that's a little more nostalgic this one's okay this one's not not going to be as popular as, and as easy as my other three picks okay um, why not? why do you say that be just it's coming up. Just because you know coming. he was, he was probably <laughs> just because he was probably my, my favorite wrestler of the, you know, the nineties, two thousands era, probably, probably towards the end of when I actually started watching wrestling. Uh, yeah. and, and that's Mr. Olympian. Oh, Kurt Angle. shit. Kurt Angle. <laughs> Dude. Kurt Angle was so great at being so terrible. Oh, like, man. Everyone hated that guy's <laughs> fucking guts. Seriously. And I think that's one of the reasons I liked him so much. He was like, he was, he was so, like, he was so easy to, like, be annoyed by. Yeah. Um, but... I mean, he had so many good things going for him. One, he was an Olympic champion. Yep. Two, from Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, gotta give him that credit. Gotta, gotta, yeah. gotta give him those. Gotta okay. give him those. Props. All right, but wait, hold on. I don't think everybody knows you. So let's. My friend Kevin here is a big fan of Pittsburgh. <laughs> he loves the Steelers. He loves the Penguins. Now the Pirates, not no, not, not really. Yeah, uh, yeah. Two out of three ba- ain't bad, I guess. So so anyway. Yeah, I mean, my parents are from Western PA. My whole my mom's whole side of the family is from is from Western PA. So you know a lot of Pittsburgh roots for me. So like having seen Kurt Angle, you know, come out, come out from Pittsburgh was great. And, and he, he had, he had, uh, the the best German suplexes. I mean, I would before, hope so. Before Brock Lesnar came along, he was the fucking suplex champion. Yeah, fucking Olympian. He also had one of the dumbest fucking finishers, and it made it Wait, still. Which one? Are you talking about the? Are you talking angle, about the angle slam? Angle, no, no, not the angle slam. The angle slam was fine. Okay, but the ank the Kurt Angle ankle lock. Oh, come on, man! <laughs> so fucking stupid. Like, all right, come on. You, so you're saying that you, you don't think that that you don't think it I hurt? Loved it. I love. I love the cheese factor of his whole persona and just like how he was just like even when he was the good guy he was still still the heel yeah people hated him Um, he was just one of my favorite wrestlers so i had i had to take him yeah i know i get it it's like a travesty of justice that the nature boy uh rick flair did not get picked on this list hold on you're not done yet no hold on you still got one pick left my friend because i just took you only have three ah man clearly counting is hard when you're drinking yeah so right right now you have the rock you have the undertaker yes and uh you have who was your third pick Uh, undertaker uh, and triple h H. and then i have i have stone cold Uh, i have hogan yep i have macho man and i have yeah and I round and I rounded it out with Kurt Angle. So yep. you're 
on, on your last one. So now, now before you make your pick, you can pontificate over anybody. The pressure that didn't get taken. Um, mm. You can, you know, like I, I, I'll. So before you pick, because I know okay. these guys probably. Well, I'll let you make your pick first. And okay. I'll, I'll let you make a pick first. Now make make your pick first, and then we'll we'll talk about the guys okay. that didn't get picked and why they may right. or may not so, have been left I, off. Look, I don't know that there needs to be a tremendous amount of debate here because I mean I, I already kind of showed my hand a little bit when we were talking earlier about who I thought should have gotten picked but didn't. So I mean it, it would be crazy to say or not to say that my pick is the Nature Boy. Yeah, I mean you said his, as soon as you said his player. name, I'm like, well, you got to fucking take him now. You just you, you used to drop eighty seven fucking times. This podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, oh, of course, yeah, man. You gotta, you gotta use the Ric Flair drops. They're they're so easy to just insert anywhere. But you chose Macho Man because of his not only his in ring skill, but because of his ability to cut promos. And Ric Flair cut the best promos. He told, he said, "My shoes cost more than your house." Like that's <laughs> amazing. I mean, they just portrayed him as this like you know, gallivanting, womanizing. He spent like, he's driving, flying around in Lear jets and driving around in yeah, limos and, and stuff. In retrospect, in retrospect, if you've ever seen his documentary, he probably should have saved some money. Yeah, uh, he was not exactly on his fucking yeah. shoes. Not exactly fiscally responsible. He didn't, no. he didn't do so well uh, with his financials. <laughs> yeah, he's. Yeah, sorry, they don't they don't take those at the bank. You mean I can't pay my mortgage in? <laughs> But come on, it's a solid pick. Listen, I like the pick. I mean, it's hard to argue with. He's he's iconic. He's I mean, if you're talking if you're talking wrestlers and you do that noise, everybody knows who you're fucking talking about. You don't have to know wrestling to know what that is. Like, how many people have their own fucking noise? Like, many that I can you just of. make a fucking sound with your mouth, and it belongs to that person. Like, it's it's fucking crazy, man. You don't get you don't get much bigger than that. That's the nature boy. So. so that's it. So, so you have the rock, yep. you have, uh, the fucking undertaker, you have triple yep. H yep. and you have, uh, the motherfucking nature boy, Ric Flair. Goddamn straight. I, yeah. I gotta say, man, I'm, uh, that's a, that, that, I'm, that's a good squad, look, man. I'm very happy with my Mount Rushmore. I thought I yeah. picked well. And, yeah. and, and by I, the way, you, you weren't a slouch either. <laughs> your, your shit's strong as hell too. Yeah, I mean, stone cold, motherfucking Hogan, like two of the biggest of all time. Um, macho man. Yep. And then Kurt, Kurt Angle, which so everyone good. will hate and will probably, ah, if we were putting this to a vote on social media, yeah. um, which I would, but I don't have any social media except for Instagram. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, man, throw, throw a fucking poll up on, on Twitter or something. Right. Have, have people vote on our squads. I mean, it should be a pretty <laughs> close match. Put it, put it to people. Yeah. I'll tell you what though. Like there were so many, there were so many that I wanted to take that yeah. were just like Glamour nostalgic picks. to me. Yep. Like, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh yeah, who, who's probably top of the of the promo. Like as a wrestler, he he wasn't good though. Like, like let's, let's no, be honest. No, 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 like, no. In, in the ring, he was he okay. Was, it was just great. okay. I mean, but he was okay. hot rod. He was he was he was He's still you know, awesome. He you know? he would uh you know chew bubble gum and kick ass, and he was all out of bubble gum. Oh um, yes, yes, the classic but, uh, line from They Live. Um, another one that was uh that I thought about taking and, you know, and this is just cause of our, you know, f- our Philly roots and kind of how ECW started in Philly with yeah. fucking Sabu, dude. The homicidal genocidal Sabu maniac was such wow. a bad motherfucker. And we used to watch, um, we used to watch those. I remember us getting high as uh, astronaut nuts <laughs> and, and, wa- and watching, uh, 
and watching fucking ECW and yeah, just man. like barbed wire oh, rope yeah. matches with fucking Sabu like just so getting dangerous. like a tear in his bicep. Oh, psycho! Um, just a hard, just a hardcore motherfucker. Yeah. Um, That's an interesting know, pick. Th- those are two guys that just like immediately came to mind for guys that you know. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Who, who's uh, who's who came to mind? Man, I mean, there's a, there's yeah. so many like, but it's really tough just because there are so many wrestling organizations out there. I mean, we we kind of bulk some of them together, like WWE. You could almost make your own Mount Rush Rushmore of that, and then WCW had quite the run. But um, in the early 2000s, as we all know, they got bought by the WWE, and yeah. uh, there's a really good uh, on the WWE Network, which of course I am a subscriber, <laughs> uh, card carrying member. Yep, but there's actually a docu series that's on there now. Uh, called uh, Ruthless Aggression, which is about the whole uh, beginning of the John Cena era and his rise to fame and glory, which is really interesting. You know, again, it just takes you back. It's nostalgic about um, that time when wrestling was starting to go in its downturn. And then WWE buys WCW. And then this influx of talent comes in from WCW and uh, it became a brand war right. between Shane and Vince. So then you're left with a really fundamental challenge of looking at some of those WCW wrestlers like Sting, who could be uh, an all-time great, but he's not on the Mount Rushmore for me, at least. But honestly, like, if I'm trying to figure out the people that I would, I think that could be on that list, if I'm being real honest about it, someone like a John Cena, for sure, would be in there. And that's kind of brought up the uh, Ruthless Aggression thing. And, and uh, of course, uh, Mr. RKO, Randy Orton, who's awesome. So I do think it is uh, somewhat about the time in which you watch it. And I know that you, yeah. uh, you know, you kind of yeah, dipped out for a bit. It's tough for me because like that's when like I started not watching like falling out of yeah. like all I'm, like as you can tell from the guys that I took is like everybody was from like you know the you know early early aughts and before yeah, the glory days like the John Cena era yeah it just didn't resonate with you as much you know so I get it yeah I mean, but you know it's just like that that that's when I stopped watching wrestling um you know and you know you've continued on so you know like who some of the yeah. bigger names are after yeah. no interruption after that, service but, for me i just um, kept on going you know it's it's hard when you have like guys that you you know um like edge um and like uh, yeah there's tons of people uh, you, you know, can name so yeah um and then even guys from like the 80s era were great like fucking andre the giant of like, course um you know they're like iconic iconic guys that you know it's the people w- that you would, remember would make yeah, you know, the list at the top eight, which is still good. What we did, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's this. This is uh, this is fun, man. I I appreciate you having me on. I, I definitely we should definitely do it again. Yeah, this is one of many. You know, I can't be uh, doing these things on my own because I can only I mean, I am a content machine. I get it, but <laughs> I can only pump out so much shit. And frankly, I'd rather do this with my best pal, Kevin. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, man. No, like, hey, look, it's it's very easy to bounce off somebody else and, and to have a conversation rather than doing uh, basically a monologue. The last one we did was like 15, 20 minutes and and I got to be honest, it was uh, hard to stretch that content to 15 <laughs> to 20 minutes by myself. It was tough. So, you know, having you here gives me the opportunity to be able to, you know, someone I've known for a long time, talk about things. And I'm sure we've got plenty of stories that we'll be able to hit. Oh, yeah, you man. know. All right. We put together an hour and 20 minutes of content. You're all welcome. Until next time. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. 
I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 